No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. We're joined by a two-time Super Bowl champion and also one of the great Kansas City Chiefs of all time as Kansas City goes to the Super Bowl for the first time in half a century. It is a pleasure to be joined by the six-time Pro Bowler, the first team All-Pro from 1993, the great defensive lineman, Neil Smith. Neil, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Neil, what does it mean to you that the Chiefs finally are going back to the Super Bowl, something they did not do in your nine seasons in Kansas City? Not that I'm blaming you. Well, I'm just excited for those guys. Uh, they finally, you know, broke that that um, that little jinx we had for so many years, you know, um, playing in the AFC Championship games and not having to get over that hump. And um, I think that Coach Andy Reid um, done a wonderful job with the coaches that he have and also the great players that he have um, put together a great team um, to represent uh, the AFC this year in the Kansas City Chiefs. Neil, you were there, as I said, for nine seasons, 88 through 96. You had so many good teams. You went to the playoffs six years in a row, five out of six years winning at least 10 games. You had a 13-3 and three team. Marty Schottenheimer was a great coach. You had Joe Montana for a couple of years and Marcus Allen. You had Christian Okoye before that. You had, of course, your late great teammate on defense, Derek Thomas, But as you said, you guys never got over the hump. Eventually, you would win two Super Bowls in Denver after leaving Kansas City. But what was it like not getting to the pinnacle uh, when you had so much talent in Kansas City? Yes, we did. You know, I I think that um, Carl Peterson, when he came, and uh, along with Morty Schottenheimer back in the 90s, they was on a mission to um, change Kansas City forever. And what a great job they've done. And both of those guys are, you know, putting together um, um, some teams in the 90s, changing the Kansas City Chiefs from a losing franchise to a franchise now, um, you know, 50 years later, um, winning, uh, excuse me, uh, representing the, um, the AFC. But I think that, you know, we had uh, we had everything with it taken. Uh, we, just, we just didn't have enough at the end to just push it over the hump. Uh, so many close games and AFC championship games. Uh, I remember uh, one of the – the games we lost were thirteen to three, I believe. We played the Colts and we lost. Uh, the, the score was like twelve to nine. I think we missed like three or four field goals. Jim Harbaugh, right? Jim Harbaugh was playing quarterback. Yes, one of the, one of the one of the coldest games I ever played in in my life in Kansas City. But it was just that. Mo- I mean, it was just that thing. You know, we'll get the you know Buffalo and we beat the Buffalo Bills that early that year. We played them again in the AFC Championship, but nobody want to go to Buffalo and plays in in in, uh, in late January and. And I tell you, um, they, they they had an excellent team. They had a better team than we did, and they, they beat us, and we, and they went on um, to not win a Super Bowl, but actually to represent um, four years in a row. That was a tough team, and everybody knew they was trying to catch up with the Buffalo Bills. And then, you know, of, of course, around that time, when I was playing with the Chiefs, we just didn't have enough to just to get through those guys. Arguably the greatest team that never won a Super Bowl, those Bills teams that went to four consecutive. We're speaking with Neil Smith, the six-time Pro Bowl defensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was first-team All-Pro in 1993. He had 104.5 sacks 
in his career, and he was playing alongside for much of that time Derek Thomas, one of the great linebackers, uh, rush edge rushers in the history of the game as well. Um, Derek died at the age of 33. He happened to die in Miami after a car crash that had taken place uh, earlier, uh, about 10 days earlier, as I recall, in Missouri on his way to fly to a game. You were so close with Derek. Um, this would be a moment in which he would be celebrated as one of the icons in franchise history as well. When you think about Derek and what what kind of a player he was, what kind of a man he was, what immediately comes to mind? Well, what immediately comes to mind to me is that I don't think Derek Thomas knew how great he was. Um, and, you know, the death of Derek Thomas was one of the hardest deaths I've ever taken in my life. You know, I lost a father about five years ago, and I never had that feeling like I lost in, in Derek Thomas as a teammate, a brother, and as a, as a person, I would say that one of the most uplifting persons in the world. And I say that, you know, on, on the week of um, of Kobe Bryant's death, what these type of players and these type of athletes mean, you know, to a community and to the, you know, to the world. I understand that Kobe, you know, I, I see that Kobe was a global guy. I looked at Derek Thomas' life being short, even shorter than Kobe's, that Derek is one of those guys that uh, – who look? He was looking to for that type of destiny that uh, you know after you know that uh, Kobe Bryant had, and what these people mean to 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 to, to the sports in itself. Um, he meant he meant to Kansas City what um, the NFL, you know um, that that you know that Derek did. Um, he does some of the some of the things that I think that was mind boggling. Um, was a great player that that can definitely change the game, that can take it to another level. Um, and if he wanted to play, if he really wanted to not be stopped, he could. He was that guy, and and I fed off of that. I fed off of every narrative that he had. I seen the way he, you know, he didn't practice the way he played, <laughs> but he sure played when he when he, when he wanted to. Uh, he was definitely not a practice player, but what a fun loving guy. And you know, it's not a day that go by. Um, even if I look at the clock, I see 58. Um, um, that's not a day go by. Um, thinking about Derek and what he meant to me and, and how he came in and how how short his life was. It's been over 20 years, the death of Derek Thomas this year. Um, it just profounded that. I've, it's almost been about that long since I, I came to Miami and buried Derek. And this week means something special to me because I'm going to go back to the great side for the first time. And just happened that the Chiefs is here. Um, it's going to be just touching to me because I know if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and hopefully they do, what that meant that what that would have meant to Derek Thomas because he, you know, we we put it on the field, we left it out there, and and and, and boy, by God, we just fell so short so many times that you know that here it is in Miami that that's hoping that this might be the prayer that he's if he ever know that we need it, uh, this is going to be a, a great game this week. We're speaking with Neil Smith the great uh, defensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs in the 1980s and 90s who would win two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl 32 and 33. We're speaking about his former teammate, the late, great Derek Thomas, who died 20 years ago this month after a car crash in Missouri. Um, I got to admit, Neil, when, when I heard the news about Kobe Bryant on Sunday, I thought about I thought about Derek Thomas and I was covering that story when it happened 20 years ago. And I, and I thought also about another great defensive player from that era, Reggie White, who died 
very young, not not in a, uh, a vehicular accident like like Kobe Bryant and Derek Thomas, um, but but very young, too young. Uh, and I've been thinking about what it must mean to the Chiefs to be in Miami, where Derek was from, and for you, and we're going to speak be speaking to Christian Okoye as well. Um, when are you going to go visit Derek's gravesite? Well, I'm looking here in the next few days. Um, I just got to Miami on today. We're speaking on Wednesday, yeah. Yes, and I'm looking to go here um, here in the next few days. And you know, um, it's this guy is this. Uh, he, he never want to leave me, so I'm back. Now I'm back with him. He always thought that I would always return as being a Kansas City Chiefs, and it was my intent to do that. And it just it just the timing was that. You know, they was not ready to accept me back, you know, as a player. But I live still in the Kansas City area. And also, I actually took over Derek Thomas Foundation, the third loan foundation, where this is Derek, baby boy. I mean, his, this, he loves about the reading program for his kids and, uh, you know, the impact in, in the Kansas City area. And when I took over uh, Derek Foundation, I knew I had to give up my foundation to do something for a friend that I know that meant so much to him. So we're still there in the area. We're still trying to and will help every kid that we can in this reading program and to excel. And it's so good to 20 years later, we got kids that have been through this program where they come back and they're lawyers, they're doctors, and, and it makes you seem that, wow, this is his vision. This is what he wants. Uh, for a friend to give something back, this is what I gave back to Derek, and this is what I will continue to give back to Derek as long as I live. Great testament to his vision and his passion. We're speaking with Neil Smith. Neil, th- this this Chiefs team, uh, which has been so impressive for the last couple of years with young Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, uh, the things that he's doing, just, just astounding. Um, what's it like for you watching this team? It's exciting. You know, uh, football has changed, you know, um, for the best, I think, um, you know, with, with, with the, not the hard hit, I mean, the hitting, the, you know, the head across the boundary. And, 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 and you can see the athletes come out of guys even more um, the way they, they, they try to protect, you know, guys from getting hits. And, and it's kind of different for me because, you know, I was never taught that way, and I just don't understand it. But I'm not the only one that played in the You 90s. were allowed to hurt quarterbacks, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we was always seeking to find and then destroy. But, I, you know, I, I think I could have learned. If I could have learned to tackle also with my shoulder, I think I could have did it. But, I, you know, when I was on my way out, they were trying to make a statement. And that ran me out faster because um, when they started to – change the rules. That's when I was on my way out. I just didn't understand what they were saying. I didn't understand what I was doing. Um, as far as, you know, making tackles, I've been doing it forever. I was getting personal fouls. I was getting fined, and I was like, okay, I think it's time for me to get out because I have no idea what I'm doing. And that's more than 20 years ago. I don't think of it as changing in the late 90s, the way you're talking about it, but it was even then. Yeah, I actually played up to 2000, so they was trying to change. They was, they was, they was making an effort to change um, the game, so... And, and and I knew then that, you know, I could see where it was going, but it's still fun. It's still fun to watch. Um, I just don't like all the scoring. I just don't like all the penalties, that, you know, against the defense, that the defensive guy can't actually do anything. But, hey, you know what? It's still, you know, it's still, it's still one of the funnest games to watch on Sunday. I'm glad I just don't have to play it anymore. <laughs> Neil Smith, the two-time Super Bowl champion, the Kansas City Chiefs legend, sharing memories about playing the game and playing alongside his friend Derek Thomas. Neil, thanks so much. Enjoy the game Sunday. Thank you. It was so good hearing from you. I'm Jeremy Schapp.
And you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.